Welcome back, everyone. It is Tiff O. Hey, ho. And it's the pretty Ricky, 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 Ricky. Hey. And we are back for another episode recap and discussion of This Is Us, the final chapter. It's the final season, season six, episode 17, one episode before the final episode titled The Train. And I know y'all waiting for me to be all broke up, but you know what? I told y'all last time that I was mad at this is us for taking me through all of these emotions. So at first I was like, oh, they better be lucky I got to do this for the podcast because I was about to put uh, this is us on ice for a little bit to get myself back in check because seven days wasn't enough. But you know what? I went in trying to be like really hard. Like I ain't about to play with them. Like my emotions about to be shut up. <laughs> I ain't got, I'll have no more. Okay. I've reached my emotional capacity. So I went in trying to be hard. What about you, Ricky? <laughs> And I went in bracing myself, not so much that I just feel like I went into a different mindset for this episode because I felt like I almost know what this episode is. I felt within these last seven days, hella time to work on just, you know, getting prepared for this here moment. And I got, I feel like most of my dramatic, like, oh my God, all that stuff out like the last episode more. So we'll talk, I guess all the emotions that came out this episode but I would say honestly I went in kind of ready and prepared but open to however the emotions would um exhibit themselves got it see I was like no emotions this time be a g we ain't got time for that I'm tired so (laughs) um so yeah it opens the episode opens or I don't know if it opens with this, but very early in episode, we see a random Black family in a car. Um, We've never seen this family before, but they get into a car crash. And we learn that one of the three kids, his name is Marcus, ends up in critical condition. So before I go into this Marcus, um, who he is and what he ends up doing, at this point, when you're first seeing this Black family, did you have any guesses of who Marcus (laughs) could be or the Black family could be? I feel like I couldn't even think to have a guest because my husband sh- shoots out, oh, that's Deja, that's Deja's, that's Deja's um, family. I'm like, wait, what? Like, let me just try to get into the scene, <laughs> see this truck flipped over. So um, that was his thought. I feel like I didn't even have a chance to think because then at the whole show, I'm like, is it Deja's family? What's going on? What time frame is it? So I feel like my initial thought was hijack my friend. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> So my initial thought was, who these people, we ain't got time for no new people. This is the second episode before the end. Like, we don't have time for another storyline. But then once the crash happened and we see the family again and we learned that everybody has survived, because at first I thought they all was dead. But when we learned they all mm. had survived, but Marcus was in critical condition, I was like, oh, that's going to be Deja's baby daddy. That's what I was thinking. Okay. So uh, we later- I feel like I want to say that I had that thought too. And then did you ever have a a thought when you saw the car and some husband broke it down when you realized that was an older car? I was like, oh, could this be Kate? Could this be the, they hit Kate and this is why we see this family because, you know, there is this whole thing. Is Kate going to make it to the end? Is Kate going to die? So I do remember having a thought of, oh, I don't know who that person is, but could we just know that this is what happened? Like maybe Kate didn't make it. (laughs) So I had a little thought of that. You go killing people still. <laughs> so, so, girl, yes, I thought. <laughs> we uh, later see that Marcus 
does survive and he becomes a scientist and he's trying to find a cure for cancer. He thinks he's close, about to have a breakthrough, but they're like, look, we ran out of money, so get over it. So we see that his brother and his sister are still very close. We don't know what happened to the parents, if they passed in the future or what, but either way, um, we do learn <clears throat> that the car crash happened on the same night of the Pearson house fire. So we see Jack talking to the dad and giving him the advice that Dr. K has given about lemons and all that stuff. But how did you feel, Ricky, seeing Jack act like right after the fire and having to live through that situation again? Uh, I just had my head down because you know what's happening next and you're seeing him like encouraging yeah. and listening to him and uh, man, your son is going through this um, and not knowing that mere minutes later, he won't be there. So I don't know. It just was a little morbid to me, I would say. That scene, it was so good. It was always good to see Jack, but I was just thinking like, man, this is just a true, I don't know. This is a true notice that you just don't know. You hear one day, gone the next second. Like you just really don't know. So I, that's why I think the morbid part came in. It was just like, oh my gosh, like this is too real for me. This may be one of his last longest conversations because I feel like when he saw Rebecca, maybe it was like, let me get a candy bar. Did they really talk? <laughs> yeah, I just feel like, I mean, I know, I mean, I guess they put it there so that whole lemon thing could continue on. I don't know, but I was just like, do we need that? Like, do we really need to experience Jack? Like, we haven't forgotten the emotions we felt when we saw Jack die, you know? <laughs> we, like, that's still one of the most intense episodes that we know yes. of this is us. So I'm like, well, do we really need to see that Jack really, really, really like nobody saw that coming? Because in the, I want to say in the original episode where Jack passes away, we see, you know, they're in the hospital room or whatever bed and she goes out to get her candy bar and make a call or whatever because everybody thinks everything's fine and next thing you know, he had a heart attack. But like to see that he supposedly was like walking around, getting coffee, <laughs> spreading wisdom and like, yeah. right, about the rest of the like, do we really need that? <laughs> like, we, I don't think we need that. Nor yeah. did I need to kind of relive that situation again. So, um, <clears throat> you know, me and this is us, we're not friends right now because I'm mad. Like the show is really good, of course, but I'm just like the emotions that y'all are trying, like how much more do you want from me? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't really care for that part. Um, the doctors, so it seemed like they made a point to show that doctor's face, like for him to pull down the mask, the covering over his mouth and be like, oh, like, oh my gosh. So I'm like, are we supposed to know who that doctor was? Was that the doctor that we once saw a long time ago and he had a daughter who had a horse or something? Like, who is this person? Like, why is he significant around thinking too far about it? That is so interesting. Yes, that's exactly who I think the doctor is. And yes, they made this very <laughs> intentional point to let us know like that, to see his face. So he's going to come up again. I think he's that person but how this all goes into a circle like I don't know it'd be interesting to to see because like, okay so that's all just to know that he was a doctor that um well I don't know I guess a doctor that saves Marcus so we have to really I guess figure out the depths of Marcus but yes anyways I think that <laughs> that is the doctor girl and they wanted us to see his face Yes. Okay. So we later find out later, later in the episode that though Marcus did not find a cure for cancer, he has made significant advancements in finding a cure for Alzheimer's. So early on, we're going to play the game of what do you predict? How do you think this will all play out in the final episode? Like, do you have any idea why they would introduce this family, particularly Marcus, particularly his success 
in this last episode, especially since we know it did not say Rebecca. Right. Um, I have been thinking about that actually. I'm like, okay, I know we're going to have to know more about Marcus and is it just, so I don't know how it's going to play out. And I'm wondering, was Marcus, it's like a couple of things I'm thinking about. I feel like they're going to give us more on Marcus. One part is, well, maybe because, you know, him and his brother and his sister, they're close. It's like, this is a, another type of big three, or is it just highlighting legacy and things that can happen? I had that thought. But um, for the show, I said, well, is it really just us knowing Marcus is the fact of, okay, well, someone kind of had to die so someone can live and it all kind of ties back into the Pearson's family because we know Rebecca has Alzheimer's. So um, nothing definitive, just thoughts along those lines for me, friend. Yeah, I'm just like, come on, (laughs) y'all. Like, that's nice to know that he you know, is making a difference for a disease that impacted the Pearson family and therefore impacted all of us. But I'm just like, again, it didn't save her. So why? I mean, we care, but like, why was this here? I don't know. So hopefully the last episode, they're able to put a really pretty bow on Martin. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm like, we only have 50 minutes left of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Marcus? Who was the doctor? Ooh. Who was the redheaded girl? <laughs> we need to know why we have gotten glimpses of these people. Like, why? Help us help them make sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> at Kevin's home, all the family has arrived except for Kate. So before, you know, everybody was saying Kate was dead. Were you still thinking Kate was dead before we learned that she was in London? At that point, I probably was wondering about the car accident because I think this had we knew that she was on a flight. I want to say midway through, so I'm still and we didn't know about the Marcus thing until a little later. So I'm like, could this be Kate? Was she in the car? So at that point, I could have been thinking, well, did she die? So I'm thinking that's what I had on my mind. So like when Philip walks in with Baby Jack as like a teenager and Rose, I think that's her name. And he's looking like all somber. I was confused. I was like, why is baby Jack still a child? Like, isn't he supposed to be grown? So I was kind of messed up on my timeline because remember we see, and then we had seen Toby too. And I'm like, where's Toby's wife? Like, did she leave him too? So I think as the show went on, I realized that Rebecca passed before one, Toby got remarried and before two, baby Jack became this sensational superstar before he made it into adulthood. So I didn't realize that timeline there. So I was like confused. I was like, wait, did Philip and Kate get a divorce too? But I'm like, we see them in the far future with adult Jack. (laughs) So yeah. And Toby married, right. And Toby Toby is married. So yeah, so um, with Philip looking so tense, um, I just realized that, because I'm like, why is he so, like, why is he, like, did you get the energy from him too? Like, he just seemed like he had a lot on his mind, like, burning or whatever. Yeah, but I think that we saw last episode just how he takes these matters. Yes. Like, this is very serious and it's yes. heavy and he's with the kids by himself and he was just flustered. So I just got, like, this is a, a situation I'm walking into that's, um, yeah, wow. Like, this is a lot, basically. We're trying to figure out, I just said it's a lot, but it's like, this is a lot. And yeah. he was just flustered by it all. So I just didn't really read too much into it, but I definitely saw that he, um, I saw the look that he had on his face. And yes. so I, I can agree with you on that. And I just, and like, as I thought and pondered that, because I was like, man, why is Philip looking just so down, downtrodden? But I think he has, and I think they've shown us a lot, that he has 
maybe a high emotional intelligence. And mm-hmm. not only the fact that a lot is happening, like we're coming here to say goodbye, you know what I'm saying? But my wife is not in the States. And I know yeah. how badly she wants to be by her mother's side. And yeah. to just understand or feel for your wife. I feel like maybe he was also feeling for his wife. Like if she does not make it to this bedside, like yeah. that's going to be good, you know? And, uh, but so I'm like, okay, kudos to Scylla because they introduced him as a prick, but he seems sensitive, mm-hmm. you know, and emotionally intelligent. So we do learn that Kate is trying to make it back from London. She has boarded the plane. They're about to take off. But why is she in London? Because her state curriculum has gone international, <laughs> baby. I'm like, Kate, come through. So man. happy for Kate. Yes. So happy for Kate. Oh, that's such a great story. Like it took her a while, but she got it. She got it together. Mm-hmm. So um, as I said, Toby is there. And girl, when he starts with his banter with Kevin, at first I was like, really, Toby, you still doing that? But then he was like, you know, pretty much I have to do this for old times' sake. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like when you see Toby's personality through it all, even during the goodbyes. I'm like, oh, Toby, I'm gonna miss you, Toby. <laughs> and so um, this is the time where the family is going one by one to say their goodbyes to Rebecca. In between saying their goodbyes, we see that the family is like gathered in the great room and reminiscing. And so this was a very nostalgic episode for me. And so I was like, man, if you're a fan of This Is Us, then this episode will kind of like really make you be like, ah, that's why I love This Is Us. Because they had like so many mementos and moments that you're like, if you are not a fan, you don't get it. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so we do see Beth go say her goodbye first. And so um, I do have a line that she said pulled. Um, Beth said a number of things, but what something that stuck out to me and apparently to the person who also quoted it, tvline.com. Thank you for helping me with that complicated, incredible, beautiful boy that you raised, but I got him now. Ooh. I know, I know. And so Ooh. I love that one. I was like, but you're not going to give me this is us because, you know, I'm still like going in trying to be hard. So <laughs> <laughs> it stuck my heart. It struck my heart. But I was like, nope, nope, nope. I'm going to keep it together because I ain't got no more tears for this episode. I mean, for the show right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like, it's so true though especially knowing how close Randall is with his mom or just losing a mom period but knowing how close like they were and it was so funny because on one of the uh, when they were doing their little bands not banter but family moments and she was like I didn't know how close he was with his mom he was like I will not be judged (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I got him now like that is so profound and I remember that is saying something similar to uh, my mother-in-law when she passed away like I got them and I don't know I guess you just feel that responsibility of having to get them (laughs) I don't know I don't know but I resonated with Beth when she said that and just the other beautiful thing she said about how being a mother you never know if you get it right or something like that but she always was just trying to mimic Rebecca and that's like really so anyway what was your feels for Beth all your feels honey I'm glad that you mentioned that part it's like wow um it seems like again they they got it right as far as that emotion that you would feel if your your, your spouse loses their their mother in this situation the husband loses the mom and it's like I got your boy now it's like ooh so I, I um um I didn't feel it to that extent as you did for me more so I was just um marveling over just the love that she has like 
like I think I said last episode, just this appreciation that she has for Rebecca, how Rebecca has been a great sounding board throughout the years. And in some ways it's like her mama too, you know? And so um, I was just there with Beth in that moment, just how she handled it. But she said too, she's grieving as well. So when that little teardrop, I was like, oh, <laughs> they had their moment. So um, those are some of my feels. And you're so right about like, I, I got it. But I think now that you said it, it made it even more make sense. And I don't want to get too much on the train at this moment of why Rebecca would have seen Beth as the younger Beth, because as Beth has told us, I think last episode or so, she's been in the family for 30 years at that point. So she has pretty much grown up, you know, raised Kate as not raised Kate, raised Beth as well, you know, to an extent. So yeah, you're right. Cool. That's pretty cool. And supported uh, Beth on different things that she wanted to do, like becoming, you know, was it the dance thing that she was trying to do? And she was like, you can do it or something like that. Yeah, I think it was. But anyway. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. So then Toby goes in, girl, and he does this thing about how she's always been by his side, even when, you know, him and Kate was not the best. Yeah. And I just remember back to that moment with the smoker incident and how, you know, him and Kate had had an argument outside. The brothers had seen, seemingly ganged up on him. And, but when he went inside to be by his son, you know, Rebecca gave him like that pat on the shoulder, that reassurance, like you're good, you know? So it kind of took me back to that moment. And... <laughs> But of course, Toby fashion, he had to make a joke. <laughs> Rebecca, you that can tell cute. me, you love me more than Philip, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I needed that in this moment. So thank you, Toby. <laughs> so any other feels from Toby? No. Mm-mm. Just to stay true to his character. Yeah. Yeah. He was the comic relief this time around. Agreed. Um, did you, okay. So I already talked about not being remarried. Okay. Then Annie goes in there to say her goodbyes, which I thought was necessary because, you know, we say little Annie don't ever get no time. And so it was interesting because it's like, this is us be listening to us talk about when is Annie going to be like, <laughs> they don't retreat. And so she pretty much like, I don't remember if Rebecca actually said this to her, but the fact that she was like, you're little, but you, you will be big when you want to be or something like that. And I was like, that sums up Annie for real. Like <laughs> yeah. she, she was just put to the side had no storyline. <laughs> But at least she got to say goodbye to her mama. I mean, her uh, grandma, we got to see it. Um, yeah. Any feels for Annie in the moment? Just, um, I think she also said something along the lines of, it's okay to be quiet as long as you know how to be loud. And so yeah. just taking in as a child and your grandmother, just the wisdom that she's taking with her, that's going to be what she'll keep with her throughout life. And just feeling accepted, feeling validated in the midst of this loud family. So I was happy to hear the words from little Annie. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We also see <clears throat> sometime during the goodbyes and stuff that Randall's playing Jenga alone. And so Deja, of course, sees her dad over there looking all somber and sad. And she decides to cheer him up by letting him in on the little secret. So she tells Randall that she's pregnant, though she's not married and going through her residency. And we don't know who the baby daddy is, but he's so busy. And Randall's ecstatic. And um, so at this point, Ricky, mm-hmm. who were you thinking baby daddy was? Were you still holding out for Malik? I surely was. I surely, <laughs> I was trying to wait for her. I was like, well, let me hear. What's she going to give us? What gems? The only gym she really gave is that somebody worked late. I'm like, that could be any field, but I'm holding on. I know how the restaurant industry can be. Got friends that work in it. So I'm, I'm holding on to Malik. So I was still holding on strong too. But the fact that they said he's always so busy, and this is when they cut to Marcus as the scientist. 
Oh yeah, which and I do feel like at one point I said, like, could it be Marcus? I was trying to say, no, nope, no, nope, uh-uh. I be- I'm believing in Malik, but you're right. You know how you like to do us. Like, don't do yeah. us like that. This is us. Like, y'all are so sneaky and cheeky. But I was thinking, mm-hmm. like, that has to be the reason why they introduced Marcus. But we'll see. So Randall is like, Beth, what you talk to my mama about? And Beth is like, I'm not going to tell you. And so he's like, well, I got a secret. I got a secret. She's like, uh, yeah, she's pregnant. He's like, oh, how did you know? <laughs> So what did you think about Beth being like, I'm her mother. I knew before she knew. Like, I feel like they did that intentional to be like, I'm her mother. Oh, oh. These oh. are things I didn't pick up on. I just, yeah, I didn't really pick up on that other than the fact of like taking anything more than just face value. Like, you know, I can know when something's going on with my child type of thing. Um, um, stuck out to me because- okay. You- talked about how she calls Randall her dad but calls Rebecca I mean Beth Beth and so I guess over the years maybe she's uh, like, um, like I'm her mother like just in case anybody was wondering viewers yes I'm her mother <laughs> I can see that were you surprised by Randall's reaction of his excitement or how he um responded to the news no especially you know who the baby daddy is it just makes even more sense. <laughs> yeah. We and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Now we know. At first I was like, oh, and the girl is all the way grown. It doesn't matter. But I was yeah. like, are they the traditional type? Because he was so like, you need to go to school. You need to do this. You need to do that. So I was wondering would he had not, if he had been like as over the moon excited for it, or he would have kind of come to bed and was like, I'm, I'm, you know, of course I'm happy to be a grandfather, but man, this, I wanted to go this way. But um, I just say that because sometimes yeah, I don't know. I guess I feel like he can be so structured. But when you look at it, like, do we even see them having those type of, of views? Are we just assuming that because um, he felt a certain way about which most parents would feel like you're not going to go across the yeah. um, the train and be with somebody that has a child. You need to finish your education. So maybe it was just as long as she's finishing her education. So um, he assumed she wouldn't stop that. But I just don't know. I was like, oh, did he take it better than I thought? Because old Brandon, when she had to give him some news about her decision you know it wasn't taken as well but yeah I guess that is true of him as long as like I said we know it's Malik and it's okay but at first I just had a little thought of okay hmm, he took this maybe better than I thought but you said you initially was like uh-uh you weren't even surprised by his excitement uh-uh no I guess because like she's super grown and you know um like I said now that we know who the baby daddy was it's like okay well she went on to finish high school. She went on to finish college. She's now in residency. So I want—I don't—I can't remember if residency come after medical school or during medical school. But either way, like she's super grown at this point. And so, yeah, I don't want you having children out of wedlock. But I think, especially that they have Tess, who's non—quote unquote non-traditional. It's like, okay, like <laughs> you've done everything that we asked you to do, Deja. Yeah. And if this is your quote unquote slip up, who cares at this point? You're like super. Yeah. Young. And the reality is, it's like, I'm looking at old before therapy, Randall, right? Like, yeah. you know, I have to be this rigid. And so I think this is a reminder that Randall has grown too. You know, he let people fly, do, have their own lives and support and, and supportive. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, Kevin and Randall, they go in last and they go in and... Um, they kind of like start reminiscing and telling little like jokes about Pilgrim Rick and whether he was real or not. And they decide that he wasn't real because their dad wasn't that creative. They talked about how Jack was ripped father for the 90s. <laughs> like, y'all stupid. 
and they talk about the painting that's hanging up. I'm just thinking back, talking about the painting that's on the wall. That's yeah. Oh, and Kevin was like, I should have been an artist, huh, or something like that, or a painter. <laughs> Brett was like, you most definitely should not. <laughs> <laughs> but that was nice to just have them you know, them and their relationship, because I think we talk about it over and over, how I have been so bad for so long, and now you see them on the other end, other side of it, and just in a really good space. Um, Yeah. So, inside Rebecca's mind, she is on a train, um, according to TV line, I looked at their recap, but I did my own recap, but according to TV line, she's in her late 20s, so I didn't know, I know she was supposed to be young, but I thought she was probably like in her 30s or something, but she's in her late 20s, and she's wearing this beautiful red dress, got her beautiful lipstick on. She's made up to the gods. And as soon as she's approached, we don't see who approaches her, but she says, I am waiting for someone. Pause. Ricky, who did you think yes. she was for? <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, because I think this happened after the car in my mind, I'm think I'm kind of almost thinking well could this be Kate in this car because y'all had me thinking that this child was about to die because I want mm. her to live and I'm like could she be saying I'm waiting for Kate to come meet me though in the afterlife though like mm. is she waiting for Kate to come here and so I did have that thought so you what were about you, you used on the timeline too then you didn't realize that and by that I mean you didn't realize that Rebecca had died before uh baby Jack became an adult and was a successful singer where we saw, you know, his parents seeing him perform. Oh, that's a really good point. So I actually didn't think about that scene, which I should have in that moment, because that would have kind of totally um, eliminated the thought that it could be Kate. Um, now that we see the um, ages of the kids, but no, I hadn't even thought about that scene. I just was kind of just fixated on the fact like, oh my gosh, could that have been Kate? Is it true? Are they going to take them both out? And she's going to be with her best friend forever <laughs> in the afterlife? I thought she was waiting for Jack. So when she oh, said, oh, okay. I thought the person that was going to be standing there was going to be Jack. And I thought she was waiting for Jack because, you know, I, I well, I figured the train represented like the afterlife or her heading to the afterlife. And so I was like, okay, she's waiting for Jack. And yeah, so that's my initial thought. And so when we saw William was the porter, <laughs> were you super excited? I was. I was like, I love this is us. Cause like you said, this is the show where you're bringing back the people. And I'm just so happy to see him all dolled up. Yes, William, get it. Yes. Oh, you look good. And he looked like he had gained mm-hmm. a little bit of weight too. Like, he looked nice. So William and Rebecca make their way through the train and she sees Beth as adult and a college student, as we talked about. She hears Beth as Beth is talking to her. We see Beth talking to her at her bedside, but we see that Rebecca can hear her and it comes like over the speakers, which I thought was very creative on this is a short. Um, we see Dr. K makes an appearance at the bar. We see all the memorabilia in this episode from like yeah. Steelers game, that best dad mug that you know jack had but then like kate's abusive boyfriend had broke it at the cabin at time oh thanks for that reminder okay so yeah you see like little tidbits from the past so i remember seeing the cup but i forgot about it. that was a big moment too okay <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. right so she orders a vesper because she mentioned how her dad always said you need a vesper on the train so she gets the vesper 
Dr. K says she's done a great job raising her kids. She looks around. She sees Randall playing with the younger versions of Randall and Kevin. Mm. Same. She mentions Kate is not here. What did you think about that? How do you edit the younger versions? Were you like, oh, cool? Mm. You like, eh. I just thought it was done so well though it was just beautiful like how they allowed this to transition through it so I probably just looked at it more so as just different moments and kind of how a mom always I hear scenes like their child as this young child and so just this remembering the moments throughout the years so I didn't think you know too deep about it but just like oh she's remembering her babies Aw, yeah, I didn't know. I was like, is this just their way of putting in, you know, all the characters or something? Ah. <laughs> Which possibly, I don't know. But yeah, I think it was creative, but I was just like, oh, I guess they just want to do like a little, like include all the characters that we ever known <laughs> into the episode. <laughs> um, so then Dr. K tells Rebecca about how he thought Rebecca was not going to make it on the day that she gave birth to all her kids or whatever. And I'm like, I think he t- said that before. Like, I think we already knew that he thought that she was going to die um, back in like season one, episode one. But um, the fact that he brought this story up and put it in a context of you're as tough as they come, Rebecca Pearson, and you, my dear, have earned a rest was beautiful. But I was like, y'all still like, okay. I'm about to get me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like to And that to me was a tender moment. Like not yes. tears, but just where you have to just pause and reflect on that. Like say that like one of those things like say that again now. Say that again. You deserve to rest. Like spectacular job. Oh, I yes. feel like everybody wants to hear that. So yes. um, that was a tender moment for me. Everybody wants to hear that. And it kind of reminds me of that song, a Christian song, Well Done. It's like kind of like that, like all through your life hoping you're getting it right Mm -hmm. and to hear someone say well done or you've earned your rest and then coupled with that like I think this is still probably 15 minutes in the episode so we still have to see you know her overcome Jack's death and just other things that she dealt with through her life and it's like man Rebecca was pretty tough (laughs) she was she was uh, three kids I thought I was getting one I had three well I had triplets one of my triplets died so then I adopted yeah. this random kid on the street from the street and it's like and he was black on top of that in the 80s like what yeah so we next see Miguel girl and is <laughs> him say you're my favorite person what's your feels on this it was interesting because I don't know why I thought it was going, it makes sense, you know, now that we know the ending, but I was like, oh, I thought he would be somebody that she would see, but I thought closer toward the end of the episode. Um, but no feels other than like, yay. And then my husband and I was like, man, that Miguel episode was so good. We had to talk about that. <laughs> we got distracted, girl. I was like, yay, it's so good to see Miguel. Um, such excitement. I felt like... Okay, maybe because I've already had a negative perspective because I was trying so hard not to cry for this episode. But I felt like they slighted Miguel. I was like, now how you had that beautiful standoff of Miguel. You got everybody respecting this man, crying over this man, boohooing over this man. All y'all give him is one line and two and two seconds in her life. Like he took care of her for the balance of her life until he could not because he died. And all he gets is you're my favorite, per- you're still my favorite person in a sit down. Like you could even be the last person in my <laughs> before my last person. 
So I just kind of like, wasn't he like one of her greatest loves as well? I'm not trying to say it had to be a, a threesome or something, but I'm just like, <laughs> I just felt like he deserved a lot more respect than what he got. And I was just like, poor me. I don't know how else it could look, but I'm just like, poor Miguel. Miguel. <laughs> and we still get you with this. <laughs> like you're just a friend. Like what? So I don't know. I was, uh. was kind of hurt by that. <clears throat> The emotions behind it. I love it. Those are all very good points. Like I said, that was going to be at the end. But yeah, when you think about it, he did have a little glimpse, like bloop, blink your eye. Yes. And it's on to her next person as she meets along her journey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder why they had him at, well, I guess he's supposed to be, what, in his 20-somethings too? I don't know. But I was just like, how did they choose the ages? That's what I kind of wanted to figure out. Like, how did they choose to put Rebecca in her late 20s and Miguel at whatever age he was and the way she's seeing other people because they're not in the present. So is that like her last memory of these people? Like at the last, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Right, or the moment. I don't know, but just thinking about Miguel again, I also, of course, that she, she loved him. And, you know, for a while, you'd think they were doing the whooping. You were like, uh-uh, <laughs> they just friends. But maybe it really is to bring to light that what really started with them was a truly a deep friendship as opposed to Jack. While, of course, they're friends, it was always that romance thing first. And that was always like that initial first love, initial soulmate. Um, if you don't believe that it was the two soulmate thing. So um, at the end of the day, Miguel was always saying, I try to take away his role as a husband. It was, but it was all started on a really strong friendship. Uh, okay, girl. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I hear you say, okay, so let's keep going, girl. Take us through the train. We will return after this quick ad break. Stay with us. So yeah, girl, okay. So Rebecca and William continue on in the train and they arrive at the caboose, which we know is the back of the train, the end of the train. But Rebecca's like, I'm not going in because I told you I'm waiting for somebody, okay? So at this point, I think we all realize she's waiting for Casey. So Rebecca ends up surviving the night, even though it was said that she would not, but she ends up surviving the night and the kids in the morning, the kids are outside playing Foursquare and girl, now this right here. When I saw Kate <laughs> come rushing across the yard, oh that is when I had my little Denzel. Oh. That was like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't even put it in words, but that really touched me. So to see her come rushing across the yard and making it in time for her mom was just really beautiful. So I'm glad they allowed that to happen. You have anything to say about Kate before we finish? A tender this? moment for me as well. And I'm just so glad that... Um, I knew she would wait, but at one point, I feel like when Randall and Kevin was by her, they kept saying stuff like, Kate is here in spirit. I was like, no, don't be trying yeah. to trick her now. We yeah. need to make sure she waits. So the idea, just how they had that girl running through the through the grass. And so all of that, I'm like, yes, the urgency of it all. And just how yeah. she was able to say, I love you, mom. And so definitely a tender moment for me, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the big yes. three, they're all there. They say their goodbyes and Randall tells his mom to say hi to their dad for them. And at that mm. point, Rebecca squeezes his hand. And with that, Rebecca enters into the caboose and it is a room with the bed and Kate's like sitting in the corner. Um, and then she says, this is quite sad, isn't it? The end. And then uh, William says, the way I see it, if something makes you sad when it ends, it must have been pretty wonderful when it was happening. Ooh. <laughs> first of all this episode gave so many gems about life itself about death as well and girl I just wanted to do two finger snaps I was like that's so true so yes definitely a gem that was dropped and definitely this is just a different way of looking at it too 
Yes, 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 yes. Um, and then he finishes, the end is not sad, Rebecca. It's just the start mm. of the next incredibly beautiful thing. It's mm. like that dopey painting your son made that time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that painting. <laughs> I know, I know. I love that moment when like, she said that. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that was really nice. And I think it was a message to the audience as well. Like, yes, we know y'all come with us for this journey and y'all are sad. But look, there's so much more in store for you guys once it's over. Um, so I feel like they were talking to the audience as well. And also just like you said, dropping a gym. Um, so Rebecca goes, she lies down on the bed. She turns her head and there's Jack. <laughs> and as she promised with her hand squeezed to Randall, she says, hey. And he says, hey. And so what we think about this girl? Satisfied? <laughs> no. You said, wait, what's the question? Are you satisfied or not? Oh, no. I was very satisfied with this episode. Um, it's just like the little cry that I wanted to do. No tears came out just because I think last time I braced myself. Um, and I felt like it was just beautiful acceptance because I feel like the kids were at a point, too, where they were accepting what was happening. So just to see the end and to see Jack, and it was more like a smile at the end, like... <sighs> got it understood yeah they yeah. meet again <laughs> I'm with you I think so as much as I was bracing myself and was like I'm not gonna do it I think it also helped with the fact that like you said the kids seem to be at a place of accepting it Kevin had done so much for his mom in the years coming up to it so I just felt like he could finally be at rest Randall yeah. you know was finally at peace and rest with it and Kate of course made it home in time to to see her go so I think they did put it in a good place that if it had if she has to pass at least everyone is in a space to be more um accepting of it I don't know if you could mm -hmm. ever but you know what I'm trying to say yeah um, and with her ending up with Jack in the bed that's what I've always thought was going to happen well not going to be in the bed but just that when she passed she's going to be reunited with Jack but being mm -hmm. that they have so much emphasis on Miguel I still feel like how do you like for the first half of your life you had Jack who is mm -hmm. your greatest love and for the second half of your life you had Miguel who is your greatest love so I was just I was just like yes Jack it was always Jack but what does that mean for Miguel so I was still kind of like y'all <laughs> y'all went so hard on showing us how much they were in love and how they were not just platonic as I had believed in my whole my head <laughs> yes, you're just like you're my favorite person scoot him to the side it's always been Jack <laughs> like if Jack hadn't well I guess if Jack hadn't died she wouldn't have gone Miguel but that is very true because they were always just friends. And I think that they, the, the, this is us knows that the viewers would not have been okay with that. We would have not been okay with the three of them all together. That would have been like, I don't know if this is us. I'm not sure about this. Um, so it was going to be one person. I mean, come on. Like you said, it was always Jack. So, I mean, I hate that you are just you know you know Miguel not just you but Miguel does he you know you blink and he was gone from the train so I do not like that for Miguel but at the end of the day they could not have ended this without her being with Jack her baby's father like all they built together um, with the kids like just bringing it all full circle yeah you're right all right, so let me quickly, uh, I think you already said the mystery guy, mystery baby daddy, but during all this, oh, Deja does, huh? I was like, no, I'm like, oh, I did, go ahead, girl. Yeah, you slipped, girl, but it doesn't matter. Whoever watched the show already know. So yeah, Deja I hope so. It's called spoiler <laughs> alert, people. <laughs> Deja texts her mystery man that she is pregnant because when she told Randall, uh, the baby daddy didn't know yet. And so in the middle of the night, we see Deja's asleep, but who comes walking in? Pew, 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 pew. Rick, Ricky's person, 
who she's been a four times, how they go, 10 toes to the ground for? Malik. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm like, oh, thank God. Because, you know, Ricky was really going to have a hard time if it was not Malik. I was. <laughs> I was. I did. So that made me dance. Because I literally was like, yes, yes, yes. Like I had to dance and my hands are up. I mean, I was sitting on the couch dancing. But still, I was like, oh my God, this is how I wanted it to happen. I couldn't get my medicine in Kevin, which I am okay with. Um, I like yeah, how it yeah. all worked out. But me, I got Deja Malik. All right, all right. So yes, I was, I was so happy for So okay, so he says, I ran out of a restaurant when I got your text. So that was beautiful. I want to marry you. I want to have this baby with you. But I'm just like, why aren't y'all married? Being like to our point earlier, like they're both super grown. They waited their time, like mm-hmm. to their, you know, making strides in their careers. So I'm like, but still, like, why aren't y'all married? Like, what are y'all waiting for? <laughs> so I'm and that's funny because I did kind of have that same thought and that question that asked my husband. I was like, I don't get it though. I would think they would have been just because they've been together forever or maybe they took a break and came back. You know, I don't know. But he was like, I think it's just life. You know, he had the restaurant and she had school and it was just, it was a, just a life thing. I was like, okay. Because I know several people that married their mate while they were in school, while they were going through um, residency. But I guess each his own child. Each his own child. So, do we have time for predictions for next week? Yeah, we can do predictions. Um, I will say just to end for this episode is that another thing that made me not fully just, I guess, get all of my feelings be mad because I'm about to do the ugly cry because I didn't do the ugly cry is because how often do you get a gift of goodbye in that way? Right. Like, um, why it's definitely is a, it's it's so sad. Um, But um, Mm. to kind of know, like and kind of prepare yourself and know like think about your mother's life how they were playing the Joni Mitchell um song and just yeah. having that the memories and to be able to think like if I had a moment like what would my and which is I guess uh, also kind of a big thing because Randall's like I don't even know what to say because you don't know what yeah. to say necessarily but just to know that you can have that sweet special moment with that person and I just think that we can't ignore the gift of that goodbye too and now that you said that, a reason I was like, yeah, mm, even more profound than normal is because they did not get that with their dad. Ooh, to tell their dad goodbye. It was so, and it was so like we all were like oh, clutching our pearls. It just yes. happened. You just think daddy went there. He, we all made it out, and they actually no, honey, your dad did make it. Bye. And what's also interesting now that you mentioned that Randall was like, what do I say? What do I say? I don't know what I'm saying. Randall, the king of speeches, didn't have a speech. (laughs) He didn't have, and I like that though. I like because it seems more realistic. So um, for me. It, so it I, did. And I like too on this episode is that the spouses, like you really just see like the Sophie and I mean, Phil, we didn't, I mean, because it was too late to see that, but you can tell by how he looked like he was burdened by it. And I need my wife yeah. to make it. But Sophie's like, you know, throughout, they really, I felt, did a good job of making sure Sophie's like, Kevin, you okay? Giving him hugs, bets, checking on on um randall and yeah so um just the comfort of it all but yes ma'am i know you're trying to get to these predictions <laughs> oh, girl, i don't even have no predictions i'm just like oh okay i mean i would like to know if you have some but i'm just like i don't know what to expect from next week's episode because especially with the way they showed us the preview i'm even more confused i'm like what does this mean <laughs> like, <laughs> it just seemed like a whole bunch of random almost like a uh you know how they used to have those uh, episodes where it's like the best of type situations. So I'm mm-hmm. like, are we about to get? I know we're not about to get no best of. This is us for our last episode. So 
But no, I don't, I don't know what I need. Next. I think what I need is what you said before, which is I need to see how everyone ends up. Um, we have seen Kate, now that we realize the timeline, we have seen Kate, Philip, uh, Baby Jack become Adult Jack, uh, and, and Toby remarry and stuff like that. So we have seen their future, but I just need to yeah. see like, a little bit more of how they, I don't know, like the glory, the gloriousness of it all, or I don't know. Yeah, I, but no, I, just, I agree. Joy, I need joy. Um, that still makes me cry. <laughs> mm. I'll be ready to cry again next week. <laughs> cause it's cause I think it's just been looking at stuff on Instagram and like you know when they were talking like their last taping and I was <laughs> trying to get just the idea that okay when you take outside the emotional part of the television show then you realize these are people who have been bonded and are forever connected yeah. and oh my gosh this is truly a, a pin or an end to this part so I don't know I feel like my emotions are going to just be all over the place at the last episode because it is the last episode and I kind of feel as for prediction is that it may give us a little bit of that insecure last episode where you just get stuff from the right to the left boom 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 all kind of stuff is happening in like less than an hour so I feel I hope they can pace it where it doesn't feel as fast as like I don't know you got whiplash or something but I am believing that the overarching theme would be the joy it would be um us learning I want to know about more about Jack because we do see that he goes off to sing and even had a bigger stage and so now he has I guess a girlfriend or wife that's pregnant so I feel like I also need them to give us some time to see what happened to the kids and just kind of tie the whole legacy thing with a big boat like this is what's going on and maybe we'll figure out Marcus and even more so how maybe they connect I don't even know but how Marcus became this integral character <laughs> in this <Yes>. last episode <laughs> do we feel like there's still unanswered questions like at the moment I can't think of anything that's unanswered but uh, do you have anything that you're like man I just need more I know you say you want to know more about the kids but <clears throat> I might say that's the part you told me Ricky, Ricky like no you're not gonna learn more about or about the kids but more so about Miguel and his kids that was like okay I need to know what happened but I'm gonna let that go it's gonna go to bed so no um yeah I just feel like I still want to know about this doctor and the redhead girl we need to know their purpose who they are and um also what else do I need to know uh, yeah, I think that's just, you know, the kids and more about Randall and Beth and just, you know, where they are. Just the actual big three themselves. Because now their kids are empty nesters. Like, give us some a glimpse of that. Mm-hmm. And maybe let us go to the um, a scene where if she was buried at, or like they cremated her, like however they did that, like let us have a scene with them and their mom and their dad probably together yeah. and the whole family around. I think that would be a nice to see too. <sighs> <laughs> I'm just like, man, she went so long without Jack. That's a long time to go without her spouse. Because yeah. she stayed, she realized last uh, episode that she stayed alive for a long time with her Alzheimer's. <laughs> like, man, she, that was many, many years. Like, and that's another thing I thought about too like with the gift of that because when they got that diagnosis like you just don't know what to think and it's like is it tomorrow because she started walking out she didn't remember how to get to the house and you just don't know how fast it's going to go and it's just had that it had had to go that way but it seems like I was thinking you know she had a chance to see her kids get married find their love well I don't know about Kevin what's going on with him and Sophia maybe decide not to get married I don't know but he got married twice are they married now? Okay. Married. I think we're supposed to believe that. Okay. Uh, okay. So they're married and she saw the birth of the, she had her grandkids. She was able to teach Jack 
how to play the piano. It's just like all the different things that I she was able to still do. What? Uh, maybe we don't know the timeline for Marcus, Marcus and his Alzheimer's advancement. Maybe his okay. Alzheimer's breakthrough occurred around the time where she was kind of like first diagnosed and maybe that's how she was able because she did start taking meds and stuff and they were talking about clinical trials and medicine so maybe that's how she was able to go so long without uh, so many uh, uh, episodes of Alzheimer's that's a good point because I guess they, they he would be Marcus would be around the age a little bit younger than um Kate and um and the, yeah, the other two. And he was much younger. He's probably at least ten years, well, uh, eight to ten years younger because the day of the Pearson fire, they were eighteen because he says they're eighteen years old. And Marcus was probably about ten, nine or ten at that time. Okay, okay, I would guess. So yeah, maybe that's how. Look at us, girl. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Bye. <laughs>Y'all, this is us. It's back with its final season, season six. The series is ending and Ricky and I cannot wait to talk about it. Tune in every Tuesday to watch This Is Us and then tune in every Wednesday to hear our recap and discussions.